Welcome to Sort My Money podcast, where you'll learn tried and tested techniques that are unsurpassed in Australia to help you take control of your money and give you financial peace of mind. Want to learn how to create successful money habits and budget planning to finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Let's find out how with financial coach David Rankin. Welcome to episode seven in your A to Z budget planning series. Today, we'll be covering letters M and N of successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial journey. Now, David, today you're starting with letter M. What does letter M stand for? Well, M is for monetize. This is all about really taking the initiative. Sometimes you can reduce your outgoings all you like, but no matter which way you slice and dice it, you just can't get around the fact that your income needs to increase for your finances to balance. If this is the case for you, it's time to don your monetization goggles, as I call them, and look around you to spot potential new sources of revenue. We can start with your existing income. Can you put your hand up for more hours at work, for example? Uh, Can you get yourself a promotion, even if it means obtaining the necessary extra qualifications to do so? Or can you apply to a competitor in your industry who pays more than your current employer? Alternatively, could you perhaps use your professional skill to increase your pay? If you're a teacher, as an example, can you offer tuition even remotely in your not so spare time. Now, that prospect to some teachers I know might be about as appealing as a hole in the head. (laughs) So in which case, what about digging deeper and turning your passion into a pay packet? I know a maths teacher who is passionate about repairing bikes, for example. There is money in mending, especially bikes, especially these days. Two-wheel touring is what it's all about. Mm. Selling stuff is also a great way to bolster your account balance and declutter all at the same time. Um, It is, of course, limited to the amount of available stock, so to speak, that you have to get rid of. Um, A spare room might also generate cash. But again, you might not want to share your life with a stranger. A second job um, or Uber driving is another way to increase income. Although I must admit, I'm loath to recommend that because really, who wants to lose their evenings and, and weekends? If you have a partner whose skills are underutilized, it would be better to put them to work instead if that's possible. Even if these extra earnings are only part time, they can seriously boost disposable income because those second earnings are cream on top. I have a little story there, Anne-Marie, from the days when I was working in the bank. And I used to assess home loans a lot. And I used to look at couples who came in and I used to assess their borrowing power. And often, pardon me, this sounds quite sexist, but it's just the way it goes. Often the man would give his income and then I'd turn to the female, you know, who might have kids at home and might not be working professionally as much and she might say well listen you don't need my income because it's you know it's only a day a week or two days a week and I say yeah give me your income tell me what you earn and you know what that second income absolutely made all the difference it was actually 
kind of more important because the first income was covering all the bills and keeping everything balanced. But that second income turbocharged that couple's borrowing capacity. So really, you cannot look past a second income and the, the borrowing capacity, the firepower, the financial firepower that that gives you as a couple and as a family. It's a great way to boost your finances. Yeah. You know, in the examples that you shared, I mean, how often do we have things lying around the house? We may have even bought things on special, but don't actually need them. And they may even still be in boxes. Now that could be something that someone really wants and being able to sell those. I mean, my husband did that and we sold camping equipment that we'd used for years. And because we'd looked after it and it really had held its value, we were able to get a nice little you know income there and um, something else that you mentioned too and this has come the right the way through the series is we may be requiring just this extra finance to help us get a down pay something and once that's done then we can revisit do I really need to keep this second job so this could be a means to an end but unless we we look at different ways of doing that it's not going to to, to support us and and as you said it's just part of the plan part of uh, making these empowering decisions, yes? Absolutely. I love the points you're making there, Amory. I love the fact that you are emphasizing you are not signing your life away. If you put your partner to work, as I say half jokingly, but if that happens, it, this doesn't have to be forever. It might be a means to an end. It might be a way to satisfy the bank that you can borrow enough for your home loan. It's not forever. And if you treat it in that regard, it doesn't seem so bad. It's kind of more enjoyable. And the, the example you give of the camping equipment is fantastic because I actually love the fact that selling stuff, which is really, you know, all the rage nowadays with all the platforms that are available to us, it fulfills a double purpose. It's a win-win. It brings money in and it declutters the house and hell, we all know, we all live in clutter <laughs> yes. these days. We're all, all our houses are full of stuff, aren't they? Oh. So, so it's, it really is a win all round. Yeah, I love that. So that is M for monetize. What does N stand for? Just in case you're falling asleep by now, N is for naked. So I'm hoping that will wake <laughs> people up. <laughs> all right. My mind is boggling. What does the naked stand <laughs> oh, for, David? Oh, oh, how about a stop right there? <laughs> <laughs> N is for something that investors talk about. And I, I love this. Investors talk about swimming naked. Wow. Okay. And yeah. it's such a great way of describing something because it's one of those pictures, whether you like it or not. It's, it's a strong image and it explains what it means. It's when the market unexpectedly tanks and the weak positions of those who were unprepared for such an event ah. are suddenly exposed. The financial good times can hide all manner of shortcomings. Um, challenging periods, though, have an uncanny knack of revealing what's really going on. It might seem like the low tide in this example is to blame for exposing someone, but the fact they were in the water naked in the first place is actually the, the real reason for their problems. When a downturn comes along, it might seem like that financial downturn causes financial problems. And we all know that these downturns come along from time to time. I guess my message here is a lot of those problems could be avoided with better planning and better habits. Mm. 
you know, if things take a turn for the worse and you're prepared and you've planned and you, you've got great habits, you're going to weather that storm. The chances are very high that you're going to be okay. And we can all learn, can't we, when yes. we look back at the GFC, COVID, whatever it is, what weaknesses did those events expose maybe in your own finances? Were you at the time maybe wrapped up in high interest debts or did you have high ongoing spending and overheads? Did you perhaps find yourself in one of those downturns with no savings or no financial buffer? If that's the case, please do not beat yourself up about the things you could have done better because it makes you wiser. If you've experienced something like that, I am preaching to the converted because you know the importance of making changes now so that you can ensure you'll be fully clothed, let's put it that way, for any such future financial crisis. So this is not about doom and gloom. Mm. This is about recognizing that financial downturns happen. And this is about making sure that you're not going to be a victim. Just as exposure to a disease, it can strengthen to our immune system, can't it? Yes. And um, if you experience economic setbacks, that can make us financially stronger too if we learn from them. Yeah, I love the way that you're sharing that and reinforcing that in us because, again, it really um, adds to what you've been saying the way through this podcast series is that when you can make better choices, more empowered choices, these things that will happen, you know, out of the blue, these unexpected events, it's not going to impact us as much because we have been taking, you know, those small steps, following the process, and we're able to ride those things through and not have these, you know, great big ups and downs, as as you say. And if we're just at the beginning of that journey and we realise now, you know what, we need to start to think about that. What can we do better? Where are some things that we can start making a difference? And if someone has only just started listening to this episodes in this series, then please go back and listen to all of the others as well, because each has, you know, building layers, giving information to that. I love that. Now, David, if people have heard <coughs> you speak about uh, this and they don't want to be naked, they don't want to be caught out again, and they'd love to have a talk to you about how that is possible for them. What's the best way for them to connect with you? The best way to connect is to go to my company's website, sortmymoney.com.au, or to give us a call on 1300 983861, and either way it will lead to a conversation with myself. Fantastic. Thanks, David. Thanks, Emery. You've been listening to Sort My Money podcast. Want to create successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Go ahead and book a Sort My Money consultation by going to www.sortmymoney.com.au or call us on 1300 98 38 61. That's 1300 Nine eight three eight six one.